Here we go! And as always, I'm doing better now that the beer is cold. That's right. We're bringing you the Super Toro Brothers Podcast Hurricane Edition. Uh, we're in the midst of Hurricane Harvey hitting the coast, uh, Texas coast right now. Uh, you'll see, you'll hear some uh, thunder in the background that I cannot edit out. We'll make, just make do as best. Uh, just hopefully you won't hear a train coming. And then just the sound of the mic dropping as we run for cover. <laughs> But uh, as we'll jump into it, we're going to hit a little bit of entertainment news on the Weekend Geek, and then we'll hit up some sport news on the Weekend Jock, and then we'll wrap this up and get out hopefully in time to avoid the Noah's Ark flood. Uh, Jose, how's your week been? Uh, it's doing well. Um, Starting a new job. I'm really enjoying it. Possibly one of the easiest jobs I've ever had. Uh, it's real laid back, casual. I get to go to work in a ball cap t-shirt and shorts, and... And, you know... Get paid well for it. Get paid well for it. Be in the restaurant business still. You know, I try to get out of the restaurant business, but this restaurant that I'm working at, I'm not sure if we can mention their name or not, so I'm not going to. But uh, it allows me a lot of uh, schedule flexibility and, you know, time to be with my daughter and for softball tournaments and stuff like that. And, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have that nice work-life balance. And I think I finally found a place that gives me that balance, so... Yeah, that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. And as you can see, we're doing our third podcast in consecutive weeks, so, so yeah. I do have a little more free time <laughs> than before. Yeah, no, it's it's strange to actually get this done. Uh, I mean, we're it, and like I said, we're in the midst of the Hurricane Harvey um, category three now, four. four hitting the coast. I think it's moved a little slightly up. It's about to hit Port Aransas. We are fine here. We are both stocked up. Our families are good. Uh, gives us time to record a podcast, drink a few, and then, uh, like I said, hopefully get out and be safe. So everyone who's in the Texas area listening to us, be safe. Uh, turn around, don't drown, all that good shit. Let's go ahead and ooh, excuse me. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, the weekend geek this week. I have what's couldn't be considered as a plethora of DC news because <laughs> as I as I look through all my you know usual sites to hit up, it's like more DC news, more DC news. And I was like, damn, this really is DC news dominant. So that's what our weekend geek currently is going to be right now. It's just going to be DC heavy dominant. Uh, let's start off right off the bat. Um, they announced that, um, the Gotham sirens movie, which was a movie with Harley Quinn, poison Ivy, Catwoman, Batgirl there. This kind of movie involving the Joker has now been canceled. What was it called again? Gotham sirens. Gotham sirens. That's correct. Yeah. And that's been canceled, and now they're trying to push through a joke, uh, Joker, Harley Quinn movie, um, love story, romantic comedy. I have no idea. I mean, yeah. it, that's kind of what they were going for. Uh, and uh, you know, it's I just I just honestly don't know. It's 
I don't know, man. And Jared Leto is not playing the Joker either, he, right? He still they want to bring him back. Does he want to be back after being you know screwed on Suicide Squad? I don't know. It's just David Ayer has now jumped from Suicide Squad. He was gonna direct Gotham City Sirens, and now he's supposed to be doing the Joker Harley movie. I don't like Joker or Harley. There's this interpretation of him. I'm really not a fan of Harley in general as a character altogether. I don't see the uh, the I don't see the why people love her so much. But I digress. Uh, that was announced. Um, another thing announced: Shazam is now getting made. Um, they have a director, the guy who directed the last Annabelle called Annabelle Creation. He's yeah. the director. Now I can't shit on the choice because. They gave, uh, Marvel gave Scott Derrickson the reins to direct Doctor Strange, and he directed one of these crappy horror movies like The Conjuring or whatever the fuck that they, they do, and he did pretty well with Doctor Strange, but I think they work, Marvel works really well in tandem with their directors to get a better product. I don't know if DC has that same kind of capacity, um, so I won't shit on this too much until I hear more about it, but the problem with this is, is that the main villain for Captain Marvel slash Shazam or Shazam now, since the DC lost, lost the right to use Captain Marvel, is Black Adam, which The Rock has been signed on to play. That's the only person who's been signed on to this whole thing, has been The Rock. And now, The Rock went to DC one day and came out of it with his own solo movie. Black Adam has never been a solo, he's never had a solo comic that I know of. So why does he get to generate his own movie? And you take your one-star villain and make him his own movie. Now, Captain Marvel slash Shazam Rogues Gallery is horrible. Like, it is some of the worst I've ever seen. Like, uh, Captain Nazi and Arson Fiend and uh, Chain Lightning and The Dummy. And, you know, it's just really shitty 1940s-style villains. And they're I, nothing... I bet with everything that's going on today, like, especially with Charlottesville, they're going to go make Captain Nazi his, his primary yeah, target. It's possible. It's just... I mean, I just don't... A hero is only as good as his villains. And this dude's villains are shit. And one of my favorite villains of all time is Black Adam. I just love his design. I love his backstory. And The Rock is approaching this the totally wrong way. He's all like, oh, Black Adam's an anti-hero, like the Punisher or Wolverine. No, he isn't. He isn't at all. And you're missing... But he turned that into, let's make him have his own movie. So now they're going to have a Captain Marvel movie, slash Shazam, and then a Black Adam movie, solo separate... Which makes little to no sense. I don't even know how you're gonna approach it. I really don't. They said the script is done, but they have it's about to shoot by the end of the year. Haven't announced a Captain Marvel. Haven't announced a Billy Baston. Haven't announced anything about this movie whatsoever. So, how is this movie gonna be the next one that you're gonna film? You know what I'm saying? It just makes no sense. I, I I'm thinking that they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle and make you know these these uh, not you know. Like what Marvel did with um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant Man, and stuff like that. Make it an unknown, make it a big. Yeah, and make it big. Um, that that's my only thought on this. But I, I, it just doesn't it doesn't interest me. It doesn't excite me. It I, it's just one of those meh. Yeah, I know meh. That's a, that's all I can think about it. But I, I did want to ask you about the the Joker thing because you kind of you know segued kind of quick over there. Mm. Uh, what's with this Martin Scorsese talk about? Him well, directing he, he, this new Joker or now, this origin Joker, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, they're gonna they're gonna try to make an origin story Joker that takes place in the '80s um, in Gotham. But once again, is like how many movies really focus on a villain? Well, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have people because you, you want to feel compassion for the your protagonist or whatever. And usually, who like, the hell is going to be the antagonist for the Joker? And how does it a movie end? Yeah, and, with the bad guy. Yeah, a movie about a bad guy. But I mean, the the greatest thing about the Joker in all of comics and from this history is that he has no backstory. He he's an enigma. You don't know who he is, and that's the greatest thing. Uh, you, Batman doesn't even know who he is. Doesn't know his name. He has no, you know no fingerprints. All that shit. You don't know, and that's the greatest draw to it. But this Martin uh, Martin Scorsese led uh, the guy who directed The Hangover, um, which really is worrisome, to direct this. And I mean, these two are not like Martin Scorsese. As great as he is, he's not a comic book guy. You know what I'm saying? He never. He's not a fan. He didn't grow up with the the genre. You know, he wasn't a big fan of the comic book. You know, scene. Or he's never made mention of it. Now he's gonna tackle. He's gonna tackle one of the arguably the greatest villains of all time, and force a, uh, this generic backstory, and and it doesn't take place as part of the DC universe. So it's its own separate movie. Mm-hmm. So this is just gonna be a Joker movie that has ties to nothing else. So but isn't that what they're talking a lot about now? Like Batman is supposed to not have ties. Yeah, I mean everything is. Yeah, I mean Matt Reeves came out and said that. Uh, he is no, you know, the next Batman movie has no ties to the DC Universe, but then he backtracked and said, I have free range to do what I want, so which one is it? I don't know. I mean, and that's why The Flash, they talk about it being the Flashpoint, because maybe it could reset everything, but uh, they're, t- they're even talking about doing the Superman Red Sun story as a movie, which is where Superman landed in communist Russia and helped them, you know, like, take over the world, and there was a Russian Batman and, you know, all this other shit. It's an interesting story, but to make a, a live-action movie out of it, you're just muddying your own waters. Like It's like DC is purposely shitting the superhero movie pool so no one else can enjoy it. To me, it's one of them things where DC is trying to be... Uh, they're outsmarting themselves, or... Mm. I, I, I can't say outsmarting themselves, because some of the decisions they're making are really stupid, so I, I don't even know if outsmarting themselves are mm. is the right terminology I want to use there, but... It, it, it's very confusing to me what the hell they're trying to do. Yeah. You, you you see Marvel's game plan, you see how they're going about it, and it's it's like they got the book with the binders, with the yeah, tabs and everything. Yeah, yeah, and everything. And with DC, it's like they're just throwing shit together to make a presentation yeah. because they overslept. Or we t- like yeah, that. we talked about this a while ago. Jeff Johns, who is a great comic book writer, was given the reins to control the DC Entertainment division, and under his watch. We were giving we were given a shitty Batman versus Superman movie that was rushed, never felt connected to anything. We're given a um, a Suicide Squad movie that made zero sense. It was edited to shit. You're given a halfway decent uh, Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman movie, which has made the money. It was critically enjoyed, but even James Cameron has came out. Did you see that article where he said that yeah. it's a, it's actually a step back from women, yeah. uh, uh, empowerment of women movies, which was kind of odd, like. I don't know why the hell they were interviewing him. He should need. He's worrying about directing the next five fucking avatars in yeah. a row, which is the dumbest thing ever. But I mean, does he need money? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I mean, he, that guy's I mean, filthy rich. I mean, I don't even know why he's. I don't know why he. I mean, it's just. A, it was such a weird statement to bring up, you know. But um, it's just he. His main concern was that she was too pretty. I think is what it was. Like she's too. Like she's a model basically fighting. She's not the every woman. So it's not really you're not helping empower women. Yeah, that's getting in that whole political side. And I mean, I get the point that he's trying to say, yeah. but I mean, I see his point of view as as uh, like um, 
it's just not one that he should go down. I yeah. mean, you you don't go, you don't want to see Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman. You don't want to see uh, Amy Schumer as uh, as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Wonder Woman throughout time, and, and even looking at through the comic book, is a pretty woman. Mm-hmm. Is an Amazon beauty, right? Well, if they really wanted to do it, like uh, the kick the women down, they would have went with their original origin story. Where if she was tied up by a man, she becomes powerless. Uh-huh. So like it was men dominated. Like the the creator, the guy who created the lie detector, actually created Wonder Woman. That's why it has the lasso of truth. He created the lie detector, and that's and he used that to create the lasso of truth. He created Wonder Woman, but he had a real S and M bent. Uh-huh. So it's all about men dominating Wonder Woman. That's how she would always get bit. But like random robbers would just hold her hold her hand, and she becomes immune because a man's dominating her. You know, it's really, really yeah. That's the if they really wanted to go down that path, they could have. Well, I mean, I, sometimes I think you just got to look at the comic book mm-hmm. and, and look at the source material mm-hmm. and just go with it and, and don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get Seth Rogen to be Superman, you yeah. know? He's fattening out of shape. I'm fattening out of shape. You, do, you don't want me to be Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you look up at superheroes because they are super and mm-hmm. they are heroes. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to take these iconic figures and try to make them less so they can fit the every man because Wonder Woman is not the every woman. Yeah, that's the point. She was made of clay. She's born of gods. Right. So yeah. So I, I think that's a pretty stupid. Yeah, stupid. it was a really shitty statement. I, I didn't, didn't understand it. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, just just the the whole thought process of it, everything. Now another little you know chink in the armor here. Is that they, this Justice League uh, Dark movie, which was John Constantine, all the superhero side of it, of the DC Universe, had Guillermo del Toro attached to direct, he backed out. And it was his baby, from gestation to everything. He got this movie started, and then uh, Doug Lyman jumped on, uh, one of the Bourne directors. Mm-hmm. He was all for it, and then he just jumped off. So now this movie has no director. The script is apparently terrible, because every, that's, everybody says it's underwhelming. Mm-hmm. So... This is another thing. Like they can't get anything to work. I mean, John Constantine is a great character. Swamp Thing is a great character. Uh, everything else, I mean, Dead Man is a ton. One of my favorites too is Etrigan the Demon, which I love. And they just can't get this shit together, and it, it's it's annoying. It is really really annoying. Is there a, is there a set universe? I mean, I, I don't know if universe is the right word I'm looking for, but. Is there any been uh, like a like a block of movies that have lost as many directors as DC has? Yeah, they, I, mean, I don't think they, so. They That's... they lose directors like every week. It seems yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, this is they've lost more directors than I think the the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, off the top of my head, have lost Edgar Wright to Ant Man because he didn't want Ant Man to play within the connected universe. And then they lost, uh, I think, uh, Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman for the second Thor. Uh, I don't know what happened on that one. But there's two directors. They've lost two directors on one movie alone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then they lost... Your own star didn't want to direct his own movie that was in with Ben, uh, ben Affleck, you mm-hmm. know, who's an alcoholic, and he's battling alcoholism and all the shit that goes along with it. It's just... To me, it's such disarray right now. Yeah. I mean, and then you'd hear about the shit with the Justice League movie, like... They're they they've removed Jesse Eisenberg from Justice League altogether. Like Josh Whedon went in there and took him completely out of the movie because no one liked him, mm-hmm. and you know his portrayal was garbage. It's like one of the worst things out of that movie. So out of the Batman versus Superman, now he's removed completely. They've changed the color scheme, the palette. They've added new scenes. They got digital removed mustaches. 
They got, you know, a humor now. It is, I, I, I just have this feeling when you when people go see Justice League, they're going to see two different, completely different movies, and it's going to suck. And then you're still at the same position. You're going to be spinning your wheels. The only generating movie is uh, Wonder Woman. Well, I thought they were going to suck for a long time now. Well, they have. <laughs> so, mean. All this is just proving points, man. It's just, this is... And right now, I think movies have taken, like, movies have generated the least amount of money this year in a long time. Like, it's trending downwards. Because it costs a lot of money now. You know what I'm saying? It's not a cheap date to go to the movie anymore. And people are very choosy. So, they're not going to want to waste their movie uh, money on some, some crap movies. And this is, I mean, that's why you saw, like, you can't just slap a name out there anymore and roll out and expect to make money. I mean, there was a lot. King Arthur this year we thought was going to be good. wasn't. Uh, didn't make any money. Uh, what was another big movie that made shit money this year? Alien was terrible. Thought people thought it was going to make money. What about the, was it Dark, Dark Tower? Dark Tower didn't make any money. I mean, it had a hot, ton of hype behind it. So, I mean, we have to be smarter here. Oh, hold on. We got high winds kicking up. The <laughs> neighbors are happy out there. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's some high-ass win. Uh, um, you know, I look. I'm not gonna say I told you so, but I I keep telling people this storm's gonna be a little worse for Houston, and people are just blowing it off. I mean, but at we, least we have it recorded now. Yeah, prosperity. Um, that's pretty much it as far as DC movie news goes. Um, but one more thing before we hit up on our Game of Thrones review. Uh, did you see the uh david hasshoff make mention that uh they're making a new knight rider but it's gonna be darker like logan and deadpool so with, i was like with with kevin hart as the voice of well that's, that's what i'm saying there's two different articles because you have uh you have david hasshoff saying we're gonna redo knight rider but it's gonna be darker thanks to logan and deadpool which one the tv show never lent itself to be darker you know what i'm saying that's like grabbing small wonder and making her a murder bot all of a sudden it doesn't make sense and now, and then another article comes out a week later saying, well, John Cena is going to be Michael Knight, and Kevin Hart's going to be the voice of the car, which is just the worst, the absolute worst. And like I told you, I swear to God, uh, Kevin Hart was created to ruin my childhood. Mm. Because, I mean, he is he is shitting on my on my on the movies that I loved as I mean Jumanji this one uh, this yeah, one uh, The Great Outdoors Great Outdoors I mean just, just leave it alone I can't fault him for making money No <laughs> I can't either but this guy samples more than fucking Puff Daddy yeah. I mean that guy's ripping off original ideas just like Puff on. Daddy was ripping off other people's music of music so yeah it's yeah I don't know man I, I don't know what they're trying to do I think David Hasselhoff's off his meds uh, Dolph Lundgren uh, did you see is now uh, in Creed 2, he's coming back as uh, Ivan Drago. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah, apparently, I don't know if uh, Michael is he B. Jordan... have his son fighting? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. They didn't say, but he's part of the movie in some form or fashion. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that's pretty much all the entertainment news I know off the top of my head and uh, that we may have written down. Uh, let's go ahead and hit up into our Watching the Thrones review. This past week was a very contentious episode. As I've read some of the reviews online, people really turned on this one episode as i as i looked at it i watched it three times just to really get a view of it the one when y'all came over and then a couple times during the week i mean as i look at it it was okay i didn't like the ending the ending did feel rushed so i mean it made no sense 
like distance and time within the universe of Game of Thrones has no bearing on anything else. There's just there's nothing to say how time is moved at yeah. this point. Or distance of items, because you know how fucking. I mean, he's created a map, but that map means shit. Right. So, and in, in, in the just and, and you know, I don't know if you saw my 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 belief on this and mm. why why everything's being uh is rushed. kind of rushed and and time and distance doesn't seem to matter mm. is because I believe if they would have give us given us the thirteen episodes for this season and then finished it off next season with thirteen more episodes, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot more clear. Yeah. But they're trying to they're trying to cram in, you know, all this stuff. It's in such the, an expensive show to shoot. I understand why they're short kind of shortening it, you know what I'm saying? Right, but it it, it there's so much story left to be said to, mm-hmm. to, to cram it into these final episodes and then spread it out. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Right. It would make sense if they were an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. you know, these final 14 episodes, and it gives you 30 more minutes. That's, mm-hmm. you know, a couple more. But at, at this point, it's like, it's like, well, we, we've got to cram all this stuff in. There's so many holes, and we we got to try to fill in these holes, but we don't have enough time. Yeah. And I, I think that's... That's the pressure of, of trying to be a writer for this show at this point because you see the light. They know the light at the end of the tunnel is there because next season is the last season. Right. So you're just trying to get to there, and you're kind of you're taking shortcuts to jump to that point. I think they're. I mean, again, I, I just think they're taking shortcuts because they got to put so much information in, in in such a short period of time. Then if you're gonna make it short, I mean, if you're gonna try to cram, then increase your episodes to an hour and a half. Like yeah, I said, that's like Sherlock. That's what I said. Yeah, that's they, exactly, that's exactly what I just said. But yeah, this I just don't under I don't understand the philosophy of it because it was a halfway decent show, and then the whole subplot or your B subplot with Arya and Sansa makes no fucking sense whatsoever because you know not to trust this man. And then I'm reading, oh, like she knows that, but. They're not playing like she knows. You know what I'm saying? It makes no sense. I, I don't think Sansa's into it, but I uh, my belief again, there's no way Arya trained did all this training for this for for her to be such a sloppy spy and this and leaving that leaving her faces out to be caught like exactly. that. Exactly, dumb. As I, hell. I think she has a plan, and if she doesn't, I'm going to be so disappointed. Yeah, that's not. But the way they're handling it right now is going to make it makes me feel like she's going to mishandle whatever. The, if Littlefinger doesn't die. At, on this next episode, which is two hours plus, I think two hours long, I think, as a reading. No, or, I think it's an hour and a half. But a good chunk. Right. If he doesn't die, and you, you have this dangling bullshit of this really shitty subplot until next season, it's just garbage, man. I just don't think Littlefinger dies just yet. Uh, on the final episode, I think he dies sometime on the next block of episodes. I, to me, I just, Arya has not let us down, right? Mm-hmm. So why would she start now? I don't know, man. Because they don't know what they're doing. Uh, I mean, because I don't know. It's just the whole Gendry running faster than Usain Bolt, the Raven flying as fast as it could. The, I look. I'm gonna say something right now. People are like, "Oh, dragons can't fly that fast." Dragons are freaking fucking big. I'm pretty sure they can move at a good clip. That's not my biggest concern. The bird and the fucking dude running in snow and full. Whatever makes. I still don't understand why didn't they just follow him? Yes, everybody could have ran. <laughs> That's one thing I, I mean, never understood. I just follow. No, we're, we're gonna go this way and you go that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, the White Walkers are coming towards the wall anyway. So yeah, yeah. why not all go? But the whole purpose and like the whole purpose of the mission uh, was to get a White Walker to bring it to King's Landing and show, hey, we need to worry about up north. They got their one White Walker, and. 
but it just it didn't serve no purpose. The dragons come and say, "Pretty cool scene, blowing shit up," but they don't attack the Night King at all. Did you hear that? Yeah, wind. Ooh. And they don't attack the Night King whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. just whatever. And I, it's, I, mean, it's I, my, I, and I then, get, I get, why and they, then, don't, they don't attack him because there's like ten trillion of these, these whatever. But, yeah, but they didn't even. But when uh, Drogon with lands on the rock where everybody's at and everybody's jumping on. Jon Snow didn't have to fight the other motherfuckers. Exactly! He didn't have to go out that way. He should have <laughs> just jumped on and be done. Yeah. But that... See, that's shitty writing. I mean, that's not even Deus Ex Machina. That's just shitty writing. And all that whole... The whole purpose of it was dumb. It was just to force feed to get the the Night King a dragon. You know, the Viserion, or forget over the, I think that's his name, the one dragon that you didn't really give two shits about dies... And it was a cool scene. Motherfuckers are sniper with an ice javelin. And then everyone leaves, and then he comes back with chains. Where the fuck did they get chains from? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... A lot I, of this seems contrived. Uh, and again, I I think, I, I, I'll say this again, you're, you're trying to fit, like, two seasons worth of, uh, of material in, into 13 episodes? 14 episodes? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. You're gonna you're gonna skip, but like the characterization for these for the characters that you know and love makes sense when they do something. Something makes sense, but when they do something that's so blazingly stupid, like Jon Snow, there's no way that I mean, just none of that made sense. The dragon should have whipped his tail and then he jumped on and begun. Yeah. So I mean, oh man, it's just and to me, it it. it... I, I don't regret watching it early, and I and I still enjoyed the episode. But I, I can see where people talking about. But if you if you think about anything you've ever done in life, anytime you 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 rush something, you try to let's say you're trying to tell a story or you do a presentation and you rush it, you're gonna miss parts of your presentation. You're gonna miss part of the story when you're trying to brush it out of you. Yeah, but and I not... just think I think that's what happened. They're like, fuck. Well, we you know, we, two million I... people don't watch my presentation on you know fucking the Alamo. No, I'm just I'm trying to make a parallel. <laughs> but yeah, this I don't know, man. It's just they the, the problem is they've been so good up until then. Yeah. And some of the other stuff makes no sense. You're on building a thousand ships in an overnight kind of set, you know, that kind of issue. Yeah. This, I think Jon Snow that whole stance of him doing so something so blazingly stupid for no reason whatsoever, it was very just made no sense to me. You know, I mean, that other dragon maybe didn't have to die. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's just well, like I mean, he needed a dragon, right? Yeah, I would have been. There was always a rumor that um, in the book there was a horn uh, that Mance Raider had when the wildlings first approached that would shatter the wall. Well, what that horn was supposed to do was shatter the wall, and there's a dragon that was buried underneath an ice dragon that would come out, and then the Night King would ride that, which I thought would have been badass. Yeah. But then they do it this way, which is a zombie ice dragon, I guess, if you wanted to work Hey, you know what's funny is on Flick Geeks, I, I posted that meme <laughs> of that guy asking if, you know, if the, if they kill a, a dragon, will he become a zombie dragon? Yeah. And then, you know, there was some back and forth on that, and and then it he ended up being a fucking zombie dragon. Yeah, which makes no sense, because... He's not gonna breathe ice all of a sudden, is he? I mean, I, the it's just I don't know, man. I would have preferred if they went that way. I, that would have been cool. Do you still have the thing? There's another horn allegedly that Euron in the book has that controls dragon. He went to Old Valeria where the dragons used to be. 
And there's another old mystical horn. When he blows on that, he can control the dragon. So that's possibly in play at this point. We'll see. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm just, I'm just concerned that they're going to do that um, that whole love triumphs all angle, uh. and then Danny is going to get you know her her son back, her child back through oh. love, and he's going to turn on the the White Walkers. Yeah, I, uh, I just that would that... piss me off to know because that's been the. That's been done so much. Right. Love does not conquer all. I'm sorry. That does not right. how that works. Uh, I guess I'm And that, that, that's one of my fears. I'm not saying it's that's gonna what they're going to do. Oh, yeah, but that's one of my fears. Bah. I don't know, man. Uh, well, I don't know. How, I mean, it, it, was, it seems like a, this was an episode of a whole lot of nothing. And to get, there was like, this. let's get all this done and to get you to the end. And then you all be happy with the end. But in the end... I wasn't happy. Right. You know, there's great lines, especially the Tormund and uh, the Hound. Their interaction was great. Um, everything else. Geron- they, they, they dropped even a little little hint of uh, John not being uh, Stark's uh, yeah. bastard son when he was like, you don't look like your father. Yeah. 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 With Jorah Mamont and uh Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll play it by ear and see how it turns out. Um, we have that one big episode. Everyone comes to the Dragon Pit where they're going to have their big meeting i just don't see cersei letting this slide uh i don't know if she captures everybody or something i don't what know just jamie finally kills her i don't think it'll be this season that'd be pretty cool if he kills her then and then he becomes he kills her via backhand with his gold hand <laughs> just punch it through her heart <laughs> but i don't know we'll see more info on brand there's a big theory going around that brand is the night king because the the face of the night king has changed but a lot of people said that brand sees the future Bran doesn't see the future. There's nothing that the show has shown where he goes into the future. He's always gone into the present or past. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go into the future. So there's nothing to show him going to the future, seeing something trying to change it. Yeah. Now, I can understand you want to go back in the past and trying to change something then, which still doesn't make a lot of sense. But, I mean, there was a rumor for a long time that Bran actually jumped into the body of Jamie Lannister and pushed himself out of the window because he had to become paralyzed. So there's, there was a real theory of a long time ago about that. So, why does he have to be paralyzed? Because that's the only way, only way he would, uh, the start of the war that got him around the wall. Because he was never going to go uh, behind, beyond the wall if that never happened. So, and that was the chain, the first domino left chain events that made him the Three-Eyed Raven. It's an interesting theory, uh, but it, you get into too many time paradoxes and shit like that. I just, it's, it's like Rick and Morty times but, but, a million. But, I mean, besides animals and Hodor, I mean, who else has he jumped into? Uh, he was in the body of the, the man that the Kitchon of the Forest stabbed with the dragon last to turn into the White Walker. Uh-huh. Because when that happened, he grabbed his chest when he came back. So oh, he yeah, yeah, been, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah. And then when he was at the, where his father had killed that one, Rhaegar Targaryen, his dad could hear him say, Dad, or Father, or whatever. And he, you know, so he has some play within the past, I guess. But he's never really dictated the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, everyone says he has visions, but there's he's not a green seer. Like a green seer could see the future. That was uh, the Reed kids, the ones that helped put him around the wall. Mm-hmm. They had visions of the future, but they never said he had visions of the future. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. So, still... since we talk about Littlefinger and how much we can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Who do you hate? Who, of all the characters on Game of Thrones, who do you hate the most? This is, this is Littlefinger right now. 
I mean, through all the episodes, because I, I hated Joffrey and yeah, and Littlefinger is because he continues to survive. Yeah, I mean that's as, that's your most hated character because he does dirty shit. He's done dirty shit this whole up, but through the whole series, and he never gets comeuppance. Every bad person so far has gotten comeuppance except yeah. Cersei and Littlefinger. Well, we I all mean, know she's gotten kind of comeuppance because like people, I mean, yeah. kids are dying and stuff. like that. Yeah, her that. kids are dying, but that was prophesized. You know right. what I'm saying? She still had for her personally. She hasn't had that retribution because everyone else bad has something bad happen. Have you seen that? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, what's his? Who's the king? Um, Robert Baratheon. Yes. Did mm. you see that theory that every Stark kid that he's touched something Does bad? That, yeah. yeah. Mm, I saw that one. So uh, that one, and there's the um, I forget the other one. I don't know, but yeah, everyone else like because uh, Ramsey Bolton got ate by his own dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, the other, the father Bolton was killed by him. Uh, the dad, uh, Lannister, Tywin, was murdered in, on the toilet. Um, Joffrey poisoned. Um, trying to see who bad shit happened to. Stannis murdering his own brother. Uh, you know, he gets murdered by Brianna Tarth. And the Hound got his comeuppance in the way when he was left to die and stuff like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's Littlefinger for right now. It's always will be Littlefinger. Because that dude plays such an arrogant jerk so well. But, I mean, in all honesty, Tyrion right now is starting to piss me off. Because he's coming off as such a bitch all of a sudden. Which makes no sense within his character's arc, his trajectory so far. It just seems very not in character for him. So, we'll see. Anything, any more two cents on that before we move on? No, I'm... I'm hoping that the, this final season doesn't go of season two, True Detective, season three, Fargo. There's nothing that could be as worse as season <laughs> two, Detective. Season two of True Detective was honestly one of the worst things to ever put on TV. I don't think I can I cannot think of another show that was that one season was so great. Even if I mean, an anthology series had such a sharp decline, and not, I mean this was. 90 degree turn as soon as that season started went straight to the shitter and never i've never seen anything like that tv wise fargo season three was never as bad as season two of this uh the true detective no way in hell yeah so well i i'm not saying one is worse than the other i'm just saying i hope it doesn't go that, that way no no i just i just that just that still pisses me off to no end because i was super hyped to get oh like they got colin you know you know colin farrell they got who was kind of having a little resurgence right yeah and it's kind of stalled it, yeah. right that thing said ah, no <laughs> and then you had vince vaughn i was like okay maybe vince vaughn could do something good but when they said he was kind of be the the quote-unquote bad that guy, guy yeah he just can't pull bad. No, he couldn't. He didn't. It was just everything was wrong about that show. Um, that's pretty much it on the entertainment side. You want to go in and go go into the week of Jock? Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Biggest news, honestly, that we've dealt with this past week has been John Jones' suspension, or not suspension, but uh, investigation into uh, you know being popped for uh, banned substance after two fourteen. Uh, his defeat of um, Cormier. Now. The USDA is saying, you know, we're going to, you know, he hasn't had his day in court. Second sample hasn't been tested. But the USDA has already stripped him of his belt. No, now, he hasn't. Yeah, yeah. There has been stripped of his belt. I haven't seen that. Last I saw was Dana White said that he wasn't stripping him of his belt yet. Oh, I saw that in two other places. They're saying uh, that he stripped him of his belt already. But then I also read another thing that the USC knew he was going to piss hot, but they let the fight go anyways because they didn't want him to d- damage another pay-per-view, which... 
I can kind of buy, but... But, I mean, that's the same thing. See, what they're saying is, on John Jones' side, is that he was tested, what, seven or eight times prior to the fight. Mm-hmm. And seven or eight random, you know, random piss tests. Mm-hmm. He passed all of them. Mm-hmm. So why would he piss hot right before? And he got tested right before, and mm-hmm. then why would he piss hot after the fight? Yeah. Because if anyone out there listening is taking steroids, you don't take one injection of steroids, yeah, and then all of a sudden you got, you know, it, it's something that you build up. Um, so It's a cycle. That's what they call right. cycles. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure what he was taking or what he had. Maybe it was an IV. I'm not sure, but... Something was in his system that shouldn't have been, and there's got to be an explanation for it. And they said steroids, and for me, I I don't understand that he... Yeah, it wasn't a masking agent, it was a true steroid? They said steroids, I'm not sure. Because he got popped hot for the masking last time, is what they hit him with. I don't remember, I thought it was a steroid, and he was saying that it was uh, Viagra. Yeah, it was a, he got popped for a masking agent the last time. And it's a a banned substance regardless, you can call it what you will. But banned or banned not... But, I mean, to, to fight your way back, to have a great fight, that's why everyone said the St. Proof fight was why he looked like shit because he was really not on anything when that happened. And then he comes into this fight and pisses hot again. I mean, so much un- un- unbelievable talent wasted if this if this comes to fruition well, again. It might be talent based off steroids if if, if, you really if, if, he, if he looked that bad against St. Proof. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I... It's disappointing. He he's one of my favorite fighters because of his unique skill set, uh, his unique size, uh, his unorthodox striking, um, and you know sometimes you just like the bad guy, and he's a bad guy. And well, people yeah, and people and people like about, him. Yeah. They like him way more than Daniel Cormier. So yeah. that that was one. I've always been. Uh, uh, fascinated by by his skill set and his fighting style because he's not really a polished striker, but he's a unique striker. He, he's really he's not he's not going to you know box you to death, but I mean his strikes are are, are from odd angles. Uh, he uses elbows. He did that shoulder pop on Glover Teixeira. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a lot of unique things that you don't see other fighters doing, and and he's fun to watch. But not anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a four-year ban. Four years, yeah. two to four years yeah. is what I was reading, but more than likely four because you take into consideration the cocaine uh, pop as well as the masking agent of last time. So, yeah, four-year possibility ban. It's just it's a sad state of affairs. I mean, one of the most exciting fighters. Like, if you look at it now, the roster who is as much as I love Mighty Mouse, I'm going to be honest, he doesn't move the needle. Right. Connor Ronda did until she got head kicked to death. Connor's still a, a viable, your top-selling guy, and John Jones was that other guy. And now you lose that, and you really have no one to fill that spot. There's a void. And the irony of him wanting to fight Brock Lesnar, the guy yeah, who got <laughs> who got suspended again for pissing dirty. You know who they were trying to put? Uh, they were trying to do a super fight in December with John Jones and right. Stipe Miocic, which now is on fucking is going to be disintegrated if this comes to fruition. Man, and another I, thing, I really like Stipe. That mm-hmm. dude can fight. The only, the only, my big bugaboo, like you said, besides the, the, you know, doing fine the seven times before that, why is it taking damn near a month for them to now notice that this test is dirty? Yeah, I, again, that's one of the things that I had, I questioned, um, you know, agents are going to do their spin, 
they're gonna do their whatever they can to make their uh, client look yeah, innocent. Yeah, their manager, your agents, whatever. But, but he he had he's had a history of of doing coke, doing steroids, whatever yeah. prior. So you knew they tested him like crazy. Mm-hmm. So if he passed seven tests, is what they're saying. He passed seven tests in like three months, seven or three or four months. The, the whole camp, basically. Right. They they tested him more vigorously than they did any other fighter right. up to because and of he it. passed every single one, but he doesn't pass the one after the fight is just Weird. odd. And it ta- it does it shouldn't take you a month to find this out. You know what no, I'm saying? No, it, it, I mean. That, because when he got popped the last time, it was pretty fucking immediate. Right. After they did it, it was like, oh, there's something here. How are you going to tell me you wait? You know, I mean, I'm not going to play MMA tinfoil hat guy. Yeah. But it doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, that. It doesn't pass the smell test. Yeah. And so I don't get it. I don't know why. But like I said, that, I think that pays more credence into D, uh, the UFC knowing he was going to piss hot. And then letting the fight progress anyways. Yeah. So that, I mean, so where does he... And if the UFC is guilty of doing that, that's fucking... That's dangerous. Because then you're not taking your fighter's health in into consideration if you're letting juice well, see, and monkeys... And, okay, well, here's my thought on this. Steroids mm-hmm. don't make you hit harder. Steroids don't make your skill set better. Steroids don't... They make you stronger. Mm-hmm. They make you faster. But they don't make you a better Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. They don't mm-hmm. make you a better Muay Thai fighter. They don't make you a better wrestler. Mm-hmm. They don't make you better at that. They, they make you stronger, yes, but... Yeah, in which he head-kicked them into into childhood. So he hit them pretty damn hard. But the thing is, John Jones is like the Barry Bonds argument when he did uh, when he was doing his roids. So you take, a great, you take a great fighter, or let's say a great ball player, or a good ball player... And you give him the steroids, yeah, he doesn't have the... It's not giving him the hand-eye coordination, but Barry Bonds already had the hand-eye coordination, so all that did was you take the great hand co- uh, hand-eye coordination plus bat speed, and you add where he could add more muscle mass, and you're going to take pop-ups, and you're going to make it go into home runs. And that's the thing yeah, with John Yeah, but he Jones. was already a home run hitter. He was a 30-30 guy. He, but he was he, never to the extent of what he was. I don't know, but he played steroids there. I, yeah, I, 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 I personally, I, I think Barry Bonds... Uh, Sosa, Maguire, Canseco. I mean, well, not Canseco. Fuck that guy. But I mean, I they they should have a spot in the hall. I mean, for something, mm-hmm. not not for players, because I think Mark Maguire is one of the most overrated players. But I mean, he hit home runs. He first to break the record. Yeah, but Barry Bonds deserves to be in there, regardless of what he did post HGH. I mean, that guy was an absolute animal when he was young yeah, and skinny. Yeah, but I mean, but telling, like I said, you take that talent and you increase it with the steroids. And John Jones was a unique talent. And you take that and you give him the steroids and he's that much better. So The only thing I think he might have taken is, uh, like, uh, there's certain steroids that help for endurance, like, you know, the Tour de France guys take. Yeah. That might Blood have thinners, been... I guess? I, I, something I, like that. I, I think they're called EPOs, e- EPOs, EPOs, or something like That's that. That's where Lance got popped, right. I believe. Yeah. So I mean, but maybe he, he, he had, had something similar to that. But I, to me, you you've seen, you remember Hoist Gracie back when he was choking fools out that were on steroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vidor Belfort back in the day was on steroids, and he would lose fights. I mean, Overeem as well. Yeah, Overeem would lose fights. I mean, it doesn't change your chin. It doesn't mm-hmm. change. So it, it does. I, I would say it gives you a slight advantage, but I mean, you, you, how many times? Even, how many times you seen a, a, like a like a, a a big muscular guy lose to a fat guy because the 
fat guy knows what he's doing and the other guy with well, I mean, muscle and during, Back during the human cockfighting days, yeah. I used to say it all the time. But, I mean, I, I, it's still, it's it's illegal. I mean, it's still, oh, I agree. His, his suspension is just. Is, mm-hmm. I, to me, if it's legit and everything that, that went down is for real, then, I mean, you know, you know, do your time. Yeah. But the problem is this is going to be a career ender, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, four years. And they can let him go. He can go sign with the MMA uh, MMA graveyard known as Bellator. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, unbelievable how that... I and mean, what a great fight, too. It was. So. I mean, and, you, yeah, like, uh, I think Rumble Johnson even said on a Facebook post, he's like, you know, the setup that led up to the head kick, that's not steroids trained. Yeah, it isn't. But the power behind that kick... But he also called that, what, three years ago? Yeah. He so. said, he was like his weakness is dipping and I'm gonna kick him in the head and he did that so yeah, yeah. he called it it could have been done so uh, again I think it might have been something for endurance and not so much for mus- muscle mass or whatever but I mean because he really didn't look that huge he looked, he looked skinnier now yeah. honestly so but I mean sometimes the skinny guys you got to watch out for yeah. are called wiry <laughs> so I don't know we'll keep more information as it comes up if anything changes it's been kind of quiet since the news dropped a lot of reaction from the MMA community. Um, so, but... I was surprised that DC was kind of classy about it. Yeah, he could have, I mean, he just said, oh, here we go again, and, you know, so he's going to let a due process happen, because maybe, like I said, we don't know, like, there's so much weirdness around this, we're just going to have to let it play out. That's all we can do, honestly, is right now. Yeah. We can't, we can speculate all we want to, but, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll have to hold on, uh, hold off on any judgment until it's actually done. Next up on the news here for sports, we got the another big, really big dominating topic of the week is the Kyrie being traded from the Cavaliers to the Celtics for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, uh, Jay Crowder, first round pick, first the unprotected Brooklyn Nets first round pick, uh, a foreign player that supposedly a lot of people like, and uh, I think Kelly Olenek. Olenek? No, I don't think they got him. I think that he did go. He was thrown in on that. Um, either way, it's a good deal. Uh, Kyrie wanted out. He got what he wanted. Now he's going to be the head of a show in Boston with a, I mean, with a really good coach. I like Brad Stevens as a coach. Uh, you have Gordon Hayward. You still have Al Horford. So it's still another dangerous team in the East. But now the onus is 100% on him when he... Uh, they also got that Tatum kid that they drafted. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be really good. Uh, Marcus Smart <clears throat> is terrible, so they still have him as well. But it should be interesting. Um, I think they also got Avery Bradley, too, if I'm not mistaken. Who? The Cavaliers. No. You sure? How many times? I'm. <laughs> they ain't get Avery Bradley. They got. They got. Uh, they got uh, Isaiah Thomas. They got Jay Crowder. They got the European kid and uh, the Brooklyn Nets first round pick. Mm. So. Unprotected first round, yeah. But what's crazy about this trade is that they, that they got uh, that people are still saying that LeBron's still not going to stay with Cleveland, even though they got rid of Kyrie. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, you still yeah. looking there? Yeah, because I was hearing on the radio and they were just mentioning it. No, they didn't. I don't even think Kelly Olenek is with Boston anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, see, he went somewhere. I think, I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. They got, uh, like I said, they got Isaiah Thomas. Because you got to make salaries match. And mm. Kyrie's salary by itself is not matching well, with yeah. them. And that, I mean, Cleveland is going to be hesitant to give uh, Isaiah the max contract like. The Celtics were kind of uh, hesitant to give him the max contract. But if LeBron has said he wants to play with Chris Paul, and 
other of his friends. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, he'd Can really you imagine if he came to Houston. I'm not. See, yeah, there's. I don't know how they would. Be you would talking. have Chris Paul point guard, James Harden at shooting guard. You'd have LeBron James at small forward. You'd have Carmelo at, at the power four, and then you would have. Uh, Clint Capella, Capella. <laughs> which is very serviceable. He's right. getting better. I, I've, I've liked the growth of Capella, in all honesty. That dude just needs to get some more sand in his britches because yeah. he gets pushed around a lot. But, yeah, I mean, he he wants to be the alpha dog. Now you're going to have that onus in a city that's very uh, proud of its stars, you know what I'm saying, through the years. So we'll see how it turns out for him. Um, but, you know, I, they're going to play the first game of the year. They play against each other first game. Yeah. But one of the things, you know, normally I, I – don't care what you know athletes say on Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. or their political views because half the time they sound like idiots. But they um, they started burning Isaiah Thomas's jersey and that dude got traded. He had no control. He didn't leave the team. He, he didn't, didn't have to trade. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. Have, and the people in Boston started burning his fucking jerseys. But I'm that's like, just the thing the to fucking do. Idiots are y'all. That's the thing to do now. It's just you know what I'm saying. It's just to burn jerseys. Who and, gives and a to, shit? To me, it's everyone wants their. 15 seconds of fame, and they're mm. like, look, I'm posting this on social media, I'm burning this, and I'm like, y'all a bunch of fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make sense. The man the man played his ass off for y'all. I mean, mm-hmm. he was dropping 50 at five foot seven. I mean, that's... Playing right after his sister died. Exactly, and then you're going to burn the man's jersey. That really pissed me off, and I really hope that Isaiah Thomas torches yeah. the Celtics, because that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. So. I think the biggest move was not Isaiah going. I think get them, uh, Cleveland getting Crowder was a, a real, really big It's an underappreciated move. I liked him. I was hoping there was some sort of way that the Rockets could land him. Um, he's a, he's a, he's not a superstar, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's got good guy. size. He, he's a hustle guy. Mm-hmm. He's that, that guy that gets under your skin. And I, I really like his, uh, his t- skill set. So, um, I think I think Cleveland won this trade hands down. Yeah, the pick alone would do that because Boston or Brooklyn's gonna recede back and beat Brooklyn, so that the odds of it being a top three pick are pretty fucking high. So if, let's say LeBron leaves, you still got a top three pick with a you know a, they they're and saying. Let's, and let's not lie. Remember back in the day when uh, New York won the pick and the, uh, the, the frozen envelope, wink, wink? Or the, it had a crease in it. Yeah, one yeah. or two, yeah. Whatever you want to, uh, however you want to, whatever conspiracy you want to pick. Which, it was true. There ain't no conspiracy. What are the chances? And then, you know, Cleveland supposedly getting the first overall pick with their own Kyrie. hometown player. No, oh, not Kyrie, the, but with LeBron James. Yeah, but when he left, they magically got, they they weren't slotted to have the number one pick, but magically got it regardless. So can you imagine Cleveland getting the first overall pick now? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, the Pelicans, same thing when they got screwed on that uh, Chris Paul deal. They actually got the number one pick for Anthony Davis. Yep. David Stern was notorious for that. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, you have to have a super team so to be functional against you, everyone's play, it's an arms race to beat uh, Oakland or excuse, Golden uh, Golden State that's all you have to do that's what you're trying to put together the rockets are still trying to get mellow down here as you you know I showed you earlier off podcast that uh, the the New York uh, Knicks media guide and all their stuff for next season has omitted uh, Carmelo so they're resigned to the fact that they're not keeping him right so take Ryan Anderson's fucking contract and be done with it because you're not doing anything else because he doesn't want to be there. He's going to be a cancer for the rest of the season. Just take Ryan Anderson's fat deal. We'll take Carmelo's fat deal, and everybody be happy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or get another team involved, whatever. But get it done. 
he's going to play here. It's just a matter of when. Not if, but when Carmelo becomes a Houston Rocket. Right. Uh, they just... I'm still not happy with the signing, but hopefully they play well together. Because him and... Uh... I, I, I'm not a Carmelo fan, but I, but I get what they're doing. And it's you got to score 120, 130 to beat Golden State. You're not going to beat them in a... 80 to 79 game yeah. you know you, you've got to beat the shit you got to outscore them so. you see what they tried to do before the uh, Cleveland tried to do before trading to, for the Celtics right they were trying to do Clay Thompson for Kyrie straight up yes 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 and to me I look at one of those things and I look at the, the league as a whole and I got say, two point guards I mean that's just weird oh, the NBA is so weird now I mean you have James Harden and Chris Paul yeah. Those are basically two point guards, but if I was the NBA and I'm any team in the NBA, I'm like fuck the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I ain't helping them motherfuckers out at all. So yeah. I wouldn't have called them for Clay Thompson at all. So yeah, it would have been interesting an interesting take on how that would have worked. But well, we still got a good deal. I think Isaiah's still a very serviceable player. He was top five MVP voting. He was really good last year. Yep. But he was also the alpha dog on a team that had no alpha dogs. How is he going to really coexist with another true alpha in LeBron? And LeBron has been – LeBron's had this – if you think about it now, he's had a little stretch of working with people and then just fucking, like, you're not worth my time. I'm done with you. You've served your purpose. You're no longer with me. He did that in uh, Miami. Did that in Cleveland the first time. He's doing it now here. So – Maybe it's LeBron. I mean, there was a great article a long time ago. Bill Simmons wrote and said, maybe LeBron just needs to play for every team in the NBA at one point. Yeah. You know, that's what it's looking like. Well, I mean, if if you, you want your life, and it's it's kind of like a catch-22. Um, if you want your legacy to be compared up to Jordan, you got to have six titles. Yeah. So he's not, he wasn't going to get six titles because the NBA is a different – it's just different. It's yeah. set up differently. Contracts are different from when Jordan was, you know, king. So he's he, – I think he's just trophy hunting at this point. Yeah, 100%. You know? He's just trying to cement legacy. I mean, I still don't think he's as big of a, a hoe as uh, Kevin Durant, but no. – um, But I, I still think – Because I always think when I compare the two is that he still led his team – before he went to, he carried a fucking team. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant has never carried a team. No. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, of, I'm of that. Uh, I mean, LeBron James literally played with nobody in Cleveland and made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him credit for that. They got worked. I mean, he was a one-man show. But, I mean, at least, I mean, look. He had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, and they couldn't win. Yeah. They couldn't win. So he's going to go to the Warriors and be like, ah, you know, I'm going to win now. Yeah. So what's next? Uh, Well, Mayweather fight is tomorrow. Uh, They had the weigh-ins today. They both made weight. Um, (laughs) I mean, you know how I feel about that. I think this, to me, this is the equivalent of putting a man in a cage against a bear. This is just a freak show kind of event. The only difference is, is the bear doesn't have that many fans. Like, as yeah. st- I, I guarantee you, the bear probably has smarter fans than fucking Conor McGregor fans are. But all right, just I know where your stance is, but just give your prediction. I'm I, I'm not gonna watch it, but I'm gonna give you 100 percent my prediction. It's gonna go to decision. It's not gonna be 100 percent entertaining. 
it's just going to be he's going to pick and pop his shots and just he's not going to want to knock out Gre uh, McGregor. He wants to embarrass him. So he's not going to go out there to knock him out. He's going to go out there just to beat the shit out of him for 12 Let rounds. Let me tell you something. While I agree with you that he's going to embarrass him, what is more embarrassing than having the little guy knock you out? To be just beat and not have he any... is going to knock him out and I well I'm... not knock him out it's gonna be it's gonna be a TKO it's gonna be a stoppage I'm gonna say like I said he's just gonna pepper him I mean just... have you not seen the reports Ringside doctors are worried about what McGregor because the eight ounce the eight ounce gloves they are worried that the accumulation of punches are gonna do damage to Conor McGregor uh, I, I stopped reading articles about this so long ago it's just this. Whole thing that Malinaji was a mole and bullshit. I, I'm so tired of all of it. So just get. I'm so happy that it's finally here, so it could be done. If Connor wins, it won't be done for a while. Mm -hmm. But if McGre uh, Mayweather wins, it, it's whatever. But like I said, it's it's. I think it's just more fun to see a guy struggle. I think he's gonna take more enjoyment just picking him apart and sitting back, letting his defense. You know, just smile and just shrug off everything else. There's, the no, there's the, more. There's nothing more embarrassing. You can say a knockout by a small guy, but watching the bigger guy struggle and can't land a shot, and while you pick him apart, there's more satisfaction than that. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a glorified sparring match. I mean, he could try to make it as ugly as he wants to, but yeah, this. I, just, I, I would say that against any other fighter, but we know McGregor gasses. We know McGregor's chin is suspect. Um, especially when you go to the body. And you, I, I think Floyd's just going to pick him apart in about the 8th or ninth round. He's going to get a TKO, ref stoppage, by accumulation of punches. Nah. I, I mean, either way, it's, it's like I said, it is what it is. Uh, the less time I give to this, the, the better. Um, so we both on agreement it's Mayweather's to win or lose either yeah. way. But there's so many subplots to this. Um, they both made weight. Uh, Mayweather only weighed 149 for a 154 uh, fight. Uh, the fact that, see, in the UFC, if you don't weigh, like, you even have uh, you have a minimum weight limit. Like, theirs is like... Well, it depends what state. Like, like, um, like New York, for example, it, it's a minimum weight, and the fighters have to be within five pounds of each other of mm -hmm. weighing. So yeah. it, it varies state. That, you know, Nevada Athletics uh, yeah, well, yeah, is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all, the California's different, mm -hmm. Texas different, so. A lot of fighters don't want to fight in California because there's some rule, I forget what it is. But I think it's the scoring system in California that's different than everybody else's. Uh, they don't do that, uh, you know. Oh. I think they do the open scoring, maybe. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, Which I remember, the only time I ever saw that in effect was when Cotto fought somebody and they're not making the announcement during the round. And the guy was down like fucking six rounds. The guy's like, why didn't he even come out for the next couple of rounds? Because you're going to hope for a KO. But yeah, there's no way in hell he's KO Cotto at that time. But yeah, I digress. Um, but they're, they're predicting that, uh, McGregor is going to weigh in the neighborhood of 170, 175 fight Jesus. night. Yeah. And they're talking Mayweather is probably going to weigh like 150, 152 pounds. So. Freak show. And you see the belt, the money belt or whatever they called it? Yeah. Who made that? That's gaudy as hell. It looks like the, it's like something out of Ted DiBiase's closet. This yeah. Is... They, it's, it's worth 2 million, isn't it? I have no idea. It could be they say it's worth two million or whatever. I don't know. And then we have that guy who put a one million dollar bet on Mayweather. Yeah. So I don't so know. So I think a one million wins him like two hundred thousand. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like a stupid bet. That's just someone trying to show off. It's an easy bet. It's I mean, there's real no action on that side. It's just really dumb. Um that's pretty much it. I just want this to be over so bad. Uh 
What about like Paulie supposedly going into McGregor's camp to infiltrate uh, as yeah, a spy? For, yeah, I saw that one. It's, and then they, the more knockout video, and they have a video of him saying when he got two pieced up by McGregor, he's like, hey, "That's a, that's a good combination." So you're sitting there telling that the dude can't hit you, or well, it's all bullshit. But then you have it on video, you congratulating the dude for comboing you up. So I mean, Malinaji is what he is. It's just he's been more relevant now than he's been in like 15 fucking years. So it's just ridiculous. I mean, they're playing. It's all about hype to get more people to pay to justify paying the hundred dollars. Is all this is. So I don't know, man. Enjoy y'all's freak show, guys. We'll talk about it next week. Um, other news. Uh, you were just making mention Michael Vick's now a, a sports analyst for Fox Sports. Fox Sports. Would he be Fox Sports One or is he be Fox on the Sunday? Yeah, I'm not sure. I just saw Fox Sports, so yeah, more than likely it'll be on Fox Sports One. He cannot be worse than Randy Moss. Because Randy Moss, I think, is terrible. I don't know. Um, there's, I, I still think Deion Sanders is one of the worst. Oh, my God. He is so bad. He wasn't as bad as Warren. I think Warren Sapp was one of the worst of all time. Yeah, lucky for him. He's his own worst enemy, so yeah. he's off TV. Hookers and drugs will take you down, kids. Uh, but, yeah. No, he, he, I, I'll give him a chance. Let's see. I mean, he's already stepped. Uh, like was it he was trying to tell Colin Kaepernick to comb his hair yeah. to help him out or some bullshit like that or get a haircut yeah. Uh, yeah to me I think it's one of those redemption stories yeah. you know we all like redemption stories he killed dogs for a long time he killed a lot of them yeah so, and you know how these uh, he hippies are with their animals well, I mean, speaking of, you know, hippies, you know, PETA's out, you know, pissed off about that McGregor belt that you were talking about, too, as well. Because it's made out of, like, crocodile or something like that, and they're yeah. all pissed off about it. Tell them to go murder another 50,000 cats and shit. Yeah. I won't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you said, you do, right? You, you, the people I mean, the man it. did his time. He, I mean, what can he do? He, he served his time. There's nothing you can say otherwise it, It's kind of hard to fault the guy, because that's how he grew up, and that's what he knew. I mean, you remember Theo Goody? Yeah. He used to fight chickens, and we used to watch him. So, I don't know. It's just one of those... One yeah, of those but we're also not multimillionaires either. Yeah, but that doesn't make him smarter. Yeah, true. And that doesn't mean he's going to surround himself with smarter people. You know, some people just hang around with people, you know, the more money they get, they hang around with people they, you, they you know. know. What, you know what is one of the weirdest things that... That Marvin Harrison murders a guy in front of his own car wash... Mm-hmm. And no one's no one's bad an eye about it. You know what I'm saying? He murdered somebody. The everything points to him. Yeah. You know, and it, the whole. I mean, you read that article about yeah. just everything around Marvin Harrison. It's just, it's him. Yeah. He murdered him, and nothing's been said. He still gets up to go up there on the Hall of Fame, wear the jacket, make jokes, and no big deal. He murdered a man. Well, so did Ray Lewis. Yeah. Well, that's true. But I mean, but there's more. There was more evidence for. Marvin Harrison murdering somebody, and it's just they they saw him shoot. Someone said that man, Marvin Harrison, shot this man in this car, and he still, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's mind boggling to me. But this man murdered just dogs. Okay, I like dogs, but let's be real here. He murdered a man, and he everybody's not even worried about it. He killed oh, Dante some Dante Stallworth killed somebody with this car. Yeah, and then Drunk he and then, and then he still played football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. So I, I, the NFL is a little squirrely with things like this. Um, mm-hmm. What he got popped for wasn't by the NFL. I mean, he he did jail time, and right now he he donates more money to you know SPCA and all those other organizations. Charities. Yeah. Um, so the man, 
He's trying to do right. He 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 saved his image and he'll know. never have the what he had before Atlanta uh before all this happened in Atlanta where he was like the biggest football star on the planet. But uh this I, gives him an opportunity to be a good sports analyst, yeah. you know. We'll see how it goes. Analyst, so I mean, you know, I can't hate on the guy. I don't hate on the guy, so, you know, much props to him and good luck to him. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we got. Uh, I know one big news that happened was it yesterday the, the big Yankees Tigers brawl. Yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, everybody it was like old school, like naked gun brawl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody came out of the woodworks. It was, I mean, but this team had like zero animosity, more or less. I don't remember. I don't watch the Yankees that close, but I don't know where this shit kind of balled up from. I think they were each pitching inside. And the Yankee pitcher, even after the fight, was still throwing inside at like 100 miles an hour, which was fucking dangerous as hell. He hit somebody in the head with the 98-mile-an-hour 98, 98 fastball. Yeah. But the first fight started with Miguel Cabrera and their catcher. Gary Sanchez, yeah. And then I, it wasn't Gary Sanchez, though. It was the backup catcher. Oh, my bad. Because okay, Sanchez uh, the one who got suspended. Uh, and then the second fight happened, and then Cabrera was, like, saying that uh, Aaron Judge sucker punched him. They got a little messy. Uh, Cabrera got seven games. Um, Five games for Sanchez, I believe. Yeah. So, I, to me, I enjoy a good baseball brawl. Every now and then, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Basketball has the worst fights. Football has the second well, worst fights. Well, they used to have the best fights back in the 70s. Yeah, they used to have game-ass fights. Yeah. yeah. Especially when Rudy Tomjano just got half his face blown off. But. I will still remember the greatest thing I've ever seen was uh, Utah Jazz, Houston Rockets. Kim Olajuwon was standing next to Mark Eaton. They're both at the free throw line. Wait, not the not the free throw line, but on the sides. And they both had their hands on the knees. And Olajuwon just looks at Mark Eaton straight in his face and just says, pow, punches for no <laughs> fucking reason. This is back when Olajuwon was not Muslim and fighting everybody. But it Back was just, before he added an H to his name. Yeah, it was fucking, this is Ayakim, and he was a whooping ass. So. And Ayakim used to fight everybody. I remember when he pieced up that little Boston point guard Jerry Cease thing, too. Yeah. He, I mean, was, he didn't care. That was back in the days. You could do that shit. Larry, uh, Larry Bird getting choked by Dr. J. That's always classic. <laughs> no, he got choked by Charles Barkley, and uh, Dr. J was, like, punching him. I thought it was the other way around. Well, they, no, Maybe. no, no. Barkley had him, and he was punching him. And guy. then the whole Detroit Pistons. I mean, that was that was back in the day when they fucking murdered people, like murdered them. It, yeah. Like Kurt Rambis getting decapitated by yeah. Bill Lambeer. Oh man, those were the days. Uh, but yeah, you don't see that often in the dumbest fights. I mean, you can say basketball now has the worst fights, but football will always has the worst fights because it makes zero sense. The only good fight you ever had was Andre Johnson. But every other fight has always been, let me punch you in the helmet. Yeah. Because that's all you can do. Yeah. Andre was smart and took the helmet off and started to beat the ever-loving shit Hockey out of him. has the best fights, hands Hockey, down. yeah. Oh, hockey has the greatest fights. And they're, you know. And then people, like, back off. Let them work it out. Let them work, work it out. out. Yeah, they'll get there. They'll get down. Once they're on the ground, you worry about it. Like, the greatest rivalry is back when Detroit and uh, the Avalanche used to go at all the yeah. time. Like, remember the, when the, the, the goalies, the goalies yeah, were... Yeah, they, they pointed Patrick out. Patrick like, Law, yeah. and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they were fucking... They were all fighting, so... Yeah, it was, that was, like, the greatest back in the day. I loved... I, you love hockey, but, yeah, baseball, every now and then, you'll get a good one. You'll never forget... Everybody will always remember Don Zimmer getting tossed to the ground by Pedro. That was... Yeah. Like, that old man had no business charging yeah. that motherfucker. And then you have the... When A-Rod got slapped in the face by Veritech. Yeah. That was great, because A-Rod's a bitch, and... You know, Ventura and Nolan Ryan mm-hmm. with one of the most mm-hmm. iconic fights. And then, I mean, I don't know, like, back, it's like the Yankees are involved because there was the time when the Tampa Bay Rays had that big ass spring training brawl, our yeah. first game, 
brawl with the Yankees, and then after that, they fucking solid. That really solidified that that clubhouse, and they became really good after. But I don't know if Detroit, you know, Detroit season may be on the brink. And they wanted something to solidify it. I don't know what it was, but you always gonna pick on the biggest and the baddest and the Yankees. They still have that Yankee name. So if you're gonna brawl with anybody, brawl with them. Yeah. So it was interesting. It was a good one. I liked it. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, sometimes you know they, people say they're playing a game, but sometimes you you gotta fight. And yeah. you know, I, I appreciate a good squad. So. It should lead for an uh, interesting next meeting, so yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Do they even play again this year? That I'm not too sure, but I sure would like to see the same fire out of my Astros because these guys are fucking, they're just struggling. And they are the most, I mean, now Altuve's hurt. Springer is on his... Uh, He's batted like two. Not Springer. Yeah. Well, Springer has hit two fifty one home and one home run since he's returned. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, uh, now Evan Gattis got brought back and then that Stussy kid got put on the 10 day, a 10 day DL. I'm trying to think, you know, and I can't, I can't on, you know, I can honestly say I don't follow every team's injury report, but has any other team had as many injuries as the Astros? Not to their top core talent. Every one of our top three, which would be Correa, Tuve, and Springer have all missed a significant amount of time. And then you take even our top McCann's starting. been on, uh, McCann's been on the DL twice. Reddick's been on the DL Marisnik's been on the DL. Marisnik's been on DL. Altuve now's on the DL. Springer was on DL. Correa's on the DL. Uh, Gaddis was on the DL. Uh, twice. Twice. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Uh, McCullers, Morton. McCullers twice. Morton once. McHugh started the Keuchel. season in the DL. Keuchel twice on the DL. So it's it's been a Patrick. The fact that they still have a double digit lead in the West is kudos to them because they win enough. Can you imagine what they would be like if they were healthy? Yeah, or if they traded for an arm. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now Bregman's heating up. Bregman, yeah. they moved up. He was doing really good on the bottom lineup, moving up to second. He's done even better there. So That kid is just good at baseball. Yeah. I mean, I would have traded him for Chris Sale in all honesty, but, you know, he's he's here now and he's doing good. It took him a while to get there, though. Let's be honest. He had a rough go in the beginning to get I to mean, where he, he is And now. he started his, his year. Maybe he's a slow starter. Uh, we don't need that shit. But, I mean, everyone else picked up the slack, so it's good to have him now when everyone else is, like, regressing. Let's get let's get all on the same page and be up here together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. We'll keep... I, I, wish, I, wish, I wish sports worked that way, but. Yeah. As you can see, I mean, I'm hoping that come playoff time we have everybody fucking healthy and we're good to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've talked about Verlander, but then, you know, it's, it is what it is. They're not going to trade for him. You know, because Detroit wants somebody to eat up a majority of that fat ass contract, and that's just not happening. So, uh, have that's pretty much it. That's the end of the weekend, Jock. Anything else you want to add, Jose? Uh, if anyone's out there, um, y'all be safe. I'm sh- sure by the time y'all get to listen to this, it'll be after the fact. But the storm is not going to be one of them storms that that beats you up by by uh high winds and stuff like that but there's a lot of rain in our forecast so if you ain't got to be out don't go out mm-hmm. turn um, around don't drown but other than that we'll see what the mcgregor fight has to do i'm watching that <laughs> shit for free so i can't hate on it <laughs> i mean chances are we're not gonna have power or we're not gonna yeah uh, i mean satellite we'll service to- <laughs> is gonna be out so yeah it's a whole lot of anything could happen within the next couple hours as yeah. the wind kind of dies down and picks up again i think it's picking up right now yeah, I mean, every time it starts getting windy and there's a bunch of lightning, we can hear our neighbors screaming. Yeah, our neighbors are those people who are 
who are, uh, oh, we're not afraid of the storm barbecue out front, yeah. so. But uh, everyone out there, be safe. Uh, we'll, we'll come back next week. We'll figure out what's going on with Game of Thrones. Maybe they can finish it off with a bang and try to. Sweet Jesus, please. Spackle up some of these plot holes that they got because uh, they look kind of shitty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, this this like you've done good up until now. Uh, I, don't I really, fall. Don't end on a shitty note, please. For the love of Christ, do not end on a shit note. I hope to God this story doesn't fuck with Sunday. Ooh yeah, yeah. yeah that should be interesting. Yeah, because I'll be upset. So, so. but Ed, uh, everybody out there, be safe. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We're everywhere, so please hit us up. Once again, a big shout-out to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Please check them out on Etsy. Um, check out their products. Good uh, supporter of the pro- uh, podcast. Uh, like I use a smoking sweetness. Jose is the... Sweet burn. Sweet burn. They have the Mad Cow and Lemon Pepper. Please give them a shout-out. Jared's a really good guy and good product. You will enjoy it. Once again, everybody, be safe. Enjoy. We'll see you next time. It gonna rain. Thank <laughs> you.